This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the latest episode of the Alpaca Tribe, your podcast for all things alpaca just not all at the same time. I have a treat for you in this episode as I discuss how Joe Phelan of K2 Alpacas developed his alpaca business, which is based just outside of Dublin in the Republic of Ireland. I loved hearing his wisdom and sensible approach to growing a business, combined with his evident passion for alpacas. There was so much good stuff I've even had to split it into two episodes. Recently I had the pleasure and privilege of attending the inaugural Welsh Alpaca Show. This took place on the United Counties showground, just outside Carmarthen, with around 70 alpacas being shown and over a thousand visitors on the day. More to come in coming episodes. Meanwhile, here's the first instalment of Joe. So when, when did you meet your first alpaca? Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of an interesting question because um, I, I can't exactly recall when I met my first alpaca, but I certainly can remember some of my earlier alpacas. Like I had one guy, his name was Clyde. He was absolutely mm. super. He'd nearly talk to me, you know. My first alpaca was, I named after my daughter, Katie. And she came from a breeder who bred just black alpacas and Katie's fawn. So, she has a black dad, black mom. So when I got her, I didn't have any land. I didn't have any other animals. So I left her on a farm that I got her from for about a year before I could take her in myself, you know. But I, I can't honestly recall when I met my first alpaca. <laughs> it, it, it was kind of a, an evolving, yeah. gradual process. So, you know, somebody might have had a kind of eureka moment. Whereas me, I think coming from a financial services background, you're always a bit conservative, you know, always do your research. And I, I spent two years researching alpacas, so I'm probably the most researched person in Ireland on alpacas. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't just jump into it. I, um, it. It was something, there was a couple of things that attracted me to them, uh, but I didn't rush into it. So as I said, I spent two years researching them before I... I so I how, did, how did you come to myself. be farming alpacas? What was the, the final final step? Oh, well, that, that, that story is very clear to me because uh, I would say about five or six years ago, uh, I have four kids and three of them left home within the space of a month. So I was left wondering, well, what do I do with myself? You know, what do I really want to do? You know, and I knew it had to be something outdoors. I always wanted to set up my own business. And we have a family farm in a place called Kilcraggan, Kilkenny. Hence, our name comes from that, the K2 not the mountain. And I was looking to see like the, I, I wasn't raised on a farm, I was raised in a town, but I worked on a farm until my mid-teens, you know, um, during, you know, all our school holidays. And I, I was looking to see how I could get that farm up and running. You know, it was one of the things that was in the back of my mind because um, I was due to retire next year. So 2020, I was due to retire. And I was looking uh, I looked at all your traditional farming activities and found very quickly the capital cost was too high and the returns were too low. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and also it was a young man's game, you know. So, um, um, so then I started researching alternative farming, uh, crops and animals, plants and so on. And I came across the alpacas during that research. As I said, I didn't rush into it. I spent two years researching it. But the more and more research I, I, I did, the more and more I felt that I couldn't believe how good these animals were all around. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they seem to be superior in every aspect, you know. Then I did a business startup course in 2016. Uh, for mature entrepreneurs uh, and that converted what was an idea into a business for me and that's how I got Mm. into it really you know and then once I once I've got going the business has dragged me along like it's it's gone at a faster rate than I would have anticipated the whole way along Uh, and I'm doing stuff today that I would never have anticipated I would have been doing two years ago so obviously somebody who's got a, a passion for alpacas has it been a straightforward journey do you think Oh, you know yourself, uh, when you set up your business, your own business, it's never straightforward. Mm. Um, Like uh, when I started off, I had probably two false starts. Uh, The first false start put me back about six months. The second one put me back literally, I think it was four days. (laughs) Because I was up and running at that stage and I was determined not to let it impact on me. So uh, I would say overall, there's more ups than downs. Uh, but there's been sleepless nights um, to do with the business, to do with the animals, wondering, are you doing the right thing? Uh, are you moving too fast? Um, are you, you know, are you grabbing the opportunities that are available or not? You know, all the usual stuff with any business, you know. Uh, but I must say, people ask me, you know, have I thought about leaving the bank that I worked in for so long? I said, I honestly say, can say I haven't thought about it a single day. I've been enjoying this journey yeah. so much. That's know? amazing. Well, it's always going to be a work in progress. There's always things that are, are oh, going to be developing. Yeah, yeah. I, I describe mm. it as a journey. You know, what, what the business startup course did for me, uh, as I said, it converted what was an idea into a business. And at that stage, uh, it made me sit back and look at us as a business. So from day one, I undertook it. Uh, as a business you know now i don't want to take away from the alpacas themselves i love working with them they're really enjoyable but uh, from from day one the alpacas had to be self-sustaining you know so they had to pay for themselves from day one and and that's the approach i took so once i started off I, i i i secured funding and i've never had to uh go beyond that funding along with the income that the animals have have earned for me so the business has truly been self-sustaining yeah. uh, from day one yeah which which <laughs> yes. amazing you know and i i only grow i only grow according to what the business allows me to grow so uh, in, in the early days for example i was i had i had a car i borrowed a trailer uh, so i was working off my own car which i had to put a hitch on um and then I worked off a borrowed trailer for ages. And then when I could afford to buy a trailer, I bought a trailer. Uh, and then when I could afford to, well, then the, the car was getting wrecked because I was I was up the side of mountains with the car and animals in it, so wrecking the clutch and all that. Uh, so then I bought a, a Hilux, Taito Hilux. Uh, and that was tremendous. When I bought it first, I thought it was way too big. But now it's a, a tremendous work car. So yeah, good I, tool. I'd be lost without it. Um, yeah, absolutely fabulous too. Um, and then as I grew, 
uh, I ended up buying a second trailer, a much bigger one. So my first trailer, I could carry maybe between eight to 10 alpacas. And the second trailer, I can carry up to 20 alpacas in it and, and so on. But each step, um, I used to measure my steps in relation to uh, what I could afford, you know, how many weeks of cash I had left. You know, that's what it was down to. I was down to, oh, I have four weeks of, ca- of cash left. What do I do to kind of generate more income, more cash to allow me to do the next step? You know, so, for example, in buying the trailer, I had to mm. save for maybe about six months uh, at that stage because everything was much smaller, a, lot, a much smaller scale. Um, but now, you know, that six months, I'm probably earning more in one month than I did right. in the whole first year now, you know. Uh, yeah. That's, that's so good to hear. Gone, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I think some people, you know, when I started off and I, I said, you know, I was telling people I was running it as a business, it was nearly frowned upon because, you know, how could you use these gorgeous animals uh, commercially, yeah. you know? <laughs> But like um, the other thing I did, which I'm very strong on and still very strong on, is that uh, the animals have to enjoy themselves. So the animals' welfare comes number one, and everything else works back from there. So, like we're we're known wide and far for our pressure uh, checking and prosecco. You know, so that's that's something yeah. caught everybody's imagination. But when I started out, I had five animals, and uh, it was all word of mouth. And it was all referrals by word of mouth, you know. So I've never paid for advertising in uh, all the time that we're running. It's all been referrals. You know, to get referrals, you have to make sure that you give people a good experience sure. and a good value. Um, so uh, I started off. <laughs> I started off the trekking as a way of the guys, you know, the alpacas earning their bed and board. Because when I when I started off, it was all outgoings, you know. So it was buying a trailer, putting a hitch on the car, all this sort of stuff. So uh, I could only do it if I had the funds to do so. Um, and I've never kind of overextended myself. You know, I've always allowed mm. the business to guide me along. Um, yeah, there's a lot of wisdom the there. And it's I'm sure it's hard one. You've got to – but your background in financial – yeah, I, while I have a background in, in, in banking, I never worked in right. retail or never worked in lending. Um, so I worked in, procure, in, pu- in procurement, in purchasing. Uh, so that gave me a good understanding of business and, and dealing with business and working with business. And I've just applied those principles to what I do. Um, so, you know, I, I always try and work off the basis of no cost or yeah. no cost or good value, you know. so. Any of the guys I've worked with, some of them, uh, some some people setting up business, I don't understand because they go and they'll spend loads and loads of money setting up fancy offices and everything. And they're saying, well, what's going to pay for that? Oh, we're, we're, we're going to get the business for that, you know. So whereas I do it the other way around, I generate the income to put in an office or to, to be mm-hmm. afford, able to afford an office, you know. So again, I've let the business lead me. But it has led me phenomenally like uh may this year uh, and i'm only up and running uh this is my third year may this year i bought a farm you know so while the family farm uh, was the intention was to work on a family farm i found my business right. was closer to dublin so uh whereas the family farm is in kilkenny which is two and a half hours away and i i very quickly realized that uh, i had to get some place myself near to dublin Dublin is is a, a big population, 
Um, so getting land mm. near Dublin was extremely difficult. Like the, in the first year alone, I'd say we moved about eight times. You know, um, very, very, um, yeah. uh, what would you call it? Very tough. You know, mm. but we managed. You just seem to manage and get on with it and do it and uh, get out there and find the land. Um, and then before I bought my own place, I was renting right. land in three different locations. You know, for example. Uh, and it used to take mm. me an hour just to get around the three locations. You know, they they, were, they weren't closed. Um, and it was that sort of thing that forced me to say, listen, you know, this doesn't make sense. Uh, I was wasting a lot of time. So that's mm. why I went and, and bought the land. Now life is, right. I bought a derelict farm, which means I got it at a reasonably good value. So it's it's a work in progress, you know. And um, uh, I, I bought a mobile and put a mobile in the farm. So while we're restoring the house on the farm, you know, needs must, you know, and um, I do whatever needs to be yes. done to get <laughs> what I need yeah. to get done, you know. Um, so there's still, if I need to get up at five in the morning, I get up at five in the morning. If I need to work till one in the morning, I, need, I work till one in the morning. Mm. You know, I do what needs no. to be done. Now, I don't do that every day. Uh, so now that I'm on site, it's, it's a lot easier. Uh, like our, our trekking, for example, I used to have to get up at six o'clock in the morning to do a, a trek at 10. You know, so uh, because we're on rented land, I had to go mm. and collect the animals, get them in, get them loaded, get them down to the site. Now I can rock out of bed at nine <laughs> or half nine. And still be on time I can't imagine you rocking out of bed at half past nine. There we are. Oh. So, so, so what would... No, no. Yeah, that's right. So but what would a typical day be time. for you? Is there such a thing as a typical day? Um, well, no, I, well, that's the interesting thing. I never know what's coming around the corner. You know, in, in the last year, alpacas have taken me to Peru. They've taken me all over the UK. Um, they've taken me to China. Um, mm. And that's just in the last 12 months. Um, I wouldn't have had envisaged that, as I said, two years ago. Um, so I, I literally don't know where it's going to take us next. Uh, we've been on all the national TV stations. Uh, we've been on all the national radio and local radio stations. We've brought some of our guys into the <laughs> studios on both TV and radio. Yeah. Um, it's been great fun. And uh, we've, we've been all over social media. You know? And again, I have, I, I, I'm saying I'm very lucky because I haven't gone looking for that. It's come to us. You know, It's come... Um, knocking on the door and as as i say when any opportunity mm. like that is Absolutely. you don't let it go you know um uh, that has all evolved to help so us a lot, in terms of know. people being able to contact you what's the best is the, the stuff from the website in terms of the the twitter and facebook and connections there uh yeah uh yeah well no i'm not on twitter oh, it's instagram uh, we find yeah. it instagram and facebook uh we have enough it's Instagram and Facebook, yeah, we find we're, we're just hard to keep up with the traffic. But if somebody wants to contact me directly, uh, drop me an email at joe at k2alpacas.ie. It's very, very simple. But our, our website is yeah. k2alpacas.ie, so Excellent. you can find us there yeah. any time. Um, we're, we're very handy. We're just based outside Dublin, so we're very close to yeah. public Excellent. transport and everything like that. As well, well, what a journey. You've come a long way in a relatively short space of time, and the journey is obviously not over yet either. So, uh, but thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you for uh, the wisdom that's in there, and hopefully, people can take some of those things 
to heart and start their own journey. Uh, thank you very much, Steve. And as I said, like I, I'm just looking at the, the clock here now. We've been chatting for over yeah. half an hour. It only feels like five minutes to me. <laughs> such, such, so, such. Yeah. I, I enjoyed so much. You know, I. I'm... There are lessons you can only learn by doing, and Joe has so much to offer us all as we consider the way to grow our alpaca businesses. I love his generosity and willingness to share with others, and his emphasis on the welfare of his alpacas. Here are three takeaways for you to be working with. Number one, let your business growth determine how quickly you expand. Number two, find fun ways to do business for you and your alpacas. Number three, remember to enjoy your alpacas. When it all feels a bit too much, go spend some time with them in the field and get some perspective. It's a journey, and we don't fully know where it will lead. Thanks for listening and travelling with me. Hope to see you again soon. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Heatherington. Have a great day.